Mm. I've just always believed that there are many perspectives we can take in life. And when we're out of perspective, when we are so wrapped up in our own selves that we can't see something bigger, that there's a bigger picture and far more pain many times around us that we can focus on to try to lessen. When we're focused on others and the connectedness of humankind, I just don't see how that doesn't open us up to possibility and potential and And so connectedness, it comes back to the podcast, like, let's connect and let's look at, there's always people we can learn from, and there's people we can help raise and lift up. Welcome to Star Coaches, the show for professional coaches that brings you coaching strategies, tools, and resources. Whatever your focus or niche, take a front seat weekly as industry leaders, decision makers, and innovators share their wisdom and expertise on the ins and outs of successful coaching. Now join your host, Meg Rinchler, as she connects you with your star coaching potential. Hello and welcome to the Star Coach Show for our 300th episode. I've got to tell you, just saying that really creates a warmth in me. I'm appreciative that I was consistent enough to do this. I'm appreciative of all of the feedback that I've gotten over this past almost six years of creating a show to help coaches tap into strategies, tools, and resources that help them strengthen their skills, build their businesses, and change organizations through coaching. So I've got to tell you that every time I have a milestone episode, I really rack my brain about like, what do I want to do with this one? Now at the hundredth episode, I created snippets from the first 99 episodes. I pulled some rich content and I put a compilation episode together and love that. I think it was wisdom from the, for the first 100 shows. For the second, for the 200th episode, I asked experienced coaches, what do you know now that you wished you'd known when you first started coaching? And they sent me in these audio answers to that question. And I was able to create a great 200th episode. So appreciative of that actually created a uh, giveaway from that as well. That's at starcoachshow.com. And then I was racking my brain for the 300th episode. And one of the things that I was doing in racking my brain was accessing my coach because you don't have to do this alone. So I accessed my coach and I said, Rick, what should I do with my 300th episode? And what came from that was him saying, you know what, we're turning the tables. I'm going to interview you. I want to be able to help you bring forward what your learnings have been over the past 300 episodes. And also, you know, let's kind of help coaches understand who you are and what's going on. So I am delighted to introduce you to my coach, Rick Tamlin. He's been on a couple episodes already. He's going to join us and he's going to turn the tables on me. So let's see what he has brought forward. I don't even know what he's going to interview me about. So let's uh, welcome Rick Tamlin. Rick, welcome. Hello. Hello, Meg. Hello. So glad to be spending time with you this morning. 
you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I'm, you probably just said out loud, we had this idea to flip this 300th episode. Can we just have a moment? Can we just have a moment for you and for your viewers and listeners to just underline? Let me just ask you, what is it? What is it? Let's just go to feelings, right? Okay. What does it feel like to say I've done 300 episodes? You know, it feels a little like, wow, 300 episodes. It also, it's like watching your kids grow up. It's like Mm -hmm. you're with them all the time so that when somebody else says, you have 300 episodes, it's then it's like, yeah, we have 300 episodes. So a little bit of like, well, yeah, that's just the next one. And then also, I've consistently been doing this for almost six years. Yeah, I've got 300 episodes. Yeah. So yeah, kind yeah, yeah. of some warmth and pride and maybe just a little bit of amazement. Yeah. Well, I just want to sort of, first of all, just underline the, um, it's the, it's the, it's the daily or the weekly or the hourly or the minute by minute, like next, 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 next. And so it does it, it's not like I'm going for, you know, 300 episodes. It's sort of an outcome. It just happens. It's like, to your point with your children. So congratulations. First of all, let's just start off with a huge. Thank you. Cause I don't know that we take time to celebrate, no. right? It's uh, just yeah. like, cause I'm already planning episode 301, 302, you know, they're all in the, yeah. so yeah, I don't know that we slow down enough to celebrate. And I think yeah. that that's something that we as coaches need to be aware of for our clients. Yeah. And to feel and receive the impact that you've had is a thing. You've impacted, who knows the numbers? It doesn't matter, but probably tens of thousands of self-help coaches, trainers, speakers, author, and to be able to receive a moment. And this is the the job of this call is to have you kind of go, huh, let me just receive back. So just just underline, what is it to receive? That's the question. What is it to receive uh, one's impact? Wow. That is a great question. question. No, but that's a great question. Because once again, I think we get so busy and we get so caught up on giving that we forget to receive or, or that gets minimized compared to what's the next thing I'm going to give or what's the next delivery. So to receive, I just, in addition to doing uh, this episode, I'm on cycles in the classes that I teach and I just completed with one of the cohorts. So Mm -hmm. I teach three courses. And once those three courses are done, I don't touch that cohort anymore. I'm actually on to the next cohort. And, and so I just like right before we're taping this right after I got back from a trip to my family and Mm -hmm. kind of taking care of my mom. And one of the things I was wrapping up right before I left was my work. Actually, I taught them while I was in Michigan. That's right. So I wasn't wrapping up anything. I taught them up in Michigan and the emails that I got when I completed with them about the impact I've had on their coaching and the their appreciation for my sort of encouragement and my teaching style is just so, so gosh, uplifting. It's affirming. I guess it's affirming. And that just happened. So that just happened. And then, you know, we're doing this. So in preparation, I was reading some of the reviews I've gotten and some of the the emails that I've gotten 
from coaches saying, this is exactly what I needed at this moment, or the kinds of guests that you bring or your solo shows hit it right where I need it at that moment. Boy, that is like, if you're, if I've ever tired or like, oh, I've got, yeah. you know, I've, I've got to get the show in when I remember the impact that it's having, that keeps me going because it is, it's a lot of heavy lifting. Yeah. It's a lot of work. Let's be real. Right. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So the, it's just to underline that concept, it's, there's this phrase, you've heard me say it maybe to you as we work together, you know, there's the model called do to get, and then there's the model or the way of living called express and receive versus do to get. Right. And I dare say you're this show, this, the star coach show that you have committed to for years and years is, is. It's an expression of you. And I think our work in the world, by the way, is an, is an expression of self. Right. Versus it makes us a living, but it actually gives us life. Yes. And I think that when people really are like mm-hmm. coming through their work and really letting yeah. their true self come through, they're going to connect with people more than the people who are just doing to get. Yeah. Yeah, it's a you can feel it, you know, yeah. and you're you're one of those people, which is I, I love you, and I think why thousands of people love you. Because you're also you're so real, you're just so real and raw, and you know the looking good thing is turned down, and the commitment is turned up, and I mean you're very commitment based, right? Yeah, I would agree with that, and yeah, I say things sometimes that I'm like, oh my lord, how did that come out of my yeah, mouth? Right. But it did, so we're yeah. going with it. We're going with it, right? Exactly. Yeah. So a little bit of in honor of your 300th episode, what was the impetus for this? Like the origin story, if you can remember, or the way back when, six years ago, right? Yeah, but it really the thought for the show was probably more like eight or could yep. I push it into maybe even nine years? Okay. It was so bad that my kids were like, yeah, Meg, I'm Meg. They don't call me Meg. They call me mom. <laughs> yeah, mom, your podcast. Yeah, uh-huh, that podcast. Mm-hmm. That so I had been talking about it for so long right. without doing it that right. it became a family joke. But oh, the I reason why I was talking about it was that I was realizing that I have this honor to work mm-hmm. with new coaches. I've been doing that now for 13 years. And there's a gap. There's a gap between like well, A, you can't cover everything in coach school. And whatever the program is, not everything can be covered. And there's this almost like panic of, okay, now that we're done, are we just on our own? And do I just go out there and like, so I was hearing, you know, Meg, could you connect me with a coach that does this? Or how do I, what's a resource for this? And when you coach over a hundred, instruct and train over a hundred coaches a year. And you're doing, that's a lot of like doing behind the scenes. So I thought I really need to create a resource that's going to help coaches fill that gap. I'm a big believer that we need to continue to build our skills. It's not a one and done. Once we're done with school, there's this big gap between how do I end school and begin a business? Because yeah, there's that, that could be a year long program or whatever, all in and of itself. And then my whole mission when I left my therapy practice was to help create healthier work environments. That's how come I trained to become an executive coach. And I wasn't going to let that go with the podcast. So 
that whole pillar of shows that I have around how do we help organizations become healthier through coaching? That that was just okay. I'm going to create a resource right. that's going right. to help get fill all these gaps, mm-hmm. and that's where the Star Coach Show came from. Now, over that time, I've got to say. I made some really bad choices. I invested in things that were not good investments. I mean, we all have the bumps and bruises along the way, right? So for anybody who's listening, who's like, oh, this just happened and it just worked out well. It's like, I've got the scars to show that not every choice was a great choice. And yet it was like, okay, so how am I going to, that wasn't a great choice. What am I going to do instead? Yeah. Well, commitment wins the day not perfection, right? right? As you know. So, because I just want to underline that the, your amazing consistency ability, and uh, I think it's character building to, because, you know, you do a podcast, by the way, you, you don't know who opens it, right? You don't, I mean, you can track, I mean, there's all these right. technologies, you can find out how many people listened, but let's not go down that path. But your, what's the, what's the thing that has you stay in it? Really and truly, the thing that has me stay in it is a, I'm like stubborn as I'll get out, but the feedback that, that I know that it's helped, that I know that I can say, whether it's a mentor group that I'm running or whether it's a a class that I'm teaching or just an individual client that I have, I can say, you need to listen to this episode about that. So it creates. And I, that I get these emails or these, these responses saying that is the reason I didn't know where else that I didn't even know that that was out there or I needed that. And I can go to look up skills on your website and all these skill shows pop up. And that's exactly what I needed. Or I didn't know how to do this with uh, Instagram. And you have three shows about how to do that with Instagram or whatever. So that's probably that, because I will tell you all, my husband says to me on a fairly consistent basis, do you want to go to like every other week or maybe once a month? And it's like, no, people Mm -hmm. are Mm -hmm. waiting for the show every Wednesday and I'm going to do the show every Wednesday. But he's also the one that sees me pull my hair out when we've got something coming up and I'm like, I've got to get three shows all done beforehand or whatever. So I get his pain, but tough. Yeah. Well, it's, you know, as you're talking of like, it's sort of Oprah, right? The Oprah show. It's like, there's no like, well, I'm not going to do a show today. It's not an option. It's not an option. And we feel that commitment. We feel that energy. We feel that. So what, what's the, you've kind of put a toe in the water a little bit on the shadow side of all of this. Let's just get real and raw behind the curtain. What's it really like to do this? (laughs) You know, there's a shadow and light, right? To everything. Yes. Oh, there absolutely is. And I kind of laugh because over the course of time that I've done it, those have shifted, right? Yes. So at the very beginning, it was, I've got this brand new show. Do you want to be on the show? And people are like, Yeah, like who, you know, who are you? Does anybody listen? So that was like, what are my shows going to be? Whom I was reaching out to people left and right, not hearing back from people, you know, all and because you weren't. You weren't successful yet. Right. I mean, if you put it into the context of TV, it's like in the beginning, nobody's watching this thing. This thing goes out, right? Shit's Creek, beginning, nobody watched. Right. Right. And now. And here you are. So that was, you know, at the beginning, it was just a lot of what am I going to do and who am I going to have on and da, da, da. 
and just getting to know the technology and the, you know, who do I hire and what do I do? Because People, if it's not your genius work, it's somebody else's genius work. So I have never edited my own show because it just doesn't make any sense to me. Or, you know, I I need to have people to help do that lifting for me because otherwise we'd still, my son would still be going, yeah, mom, your podcast. Right. Um, Let me just, can I just underline that? The whole, you're the talent. In this context, you're the talent. And you need the producer, you need the tech person, you need the... And what I love about you is you just, you invest in it. You just like, I'm going to pay money for that because this matters to me so much. I think I'll get a return on my investment long-term. I don't really know, but we all know the game. If you don't even, if you don't start to invest in it, I mean, right? And so that you're... kind of more of a hobby. Yeah, this, this yeah exactly. This is really something that I... Yeah believe is a part of my business that needs to be a part of my business. Yeah, absolutely. This is you going out into the world and spreading the news and here's the gap and you're naming gaps all over the place and coaches and all of us are going, oh my God, that episode. So I know I'm interrupting you, but I'm just- No, no, I love the interruption. So that was, you know, so, and then as I moved along, couple things, I like had, I began to see there was a a Oops. flow. So then it was this concept of, oh, I've got like three pillars of shows. I hadn't yeah. really realized I had categories. Yeah. So that then it, Re- becomes, it revealed itself. Yeah, it began to kind of create a shape and a, a purpose. Mm-hmm. And then it was, I get so a strange shadow side to the show right now mm-hmm. is that I have so many people pitching me for the show, yeah. that they want to be on the show that it becomes absolutely mm-hmm. like that could be a full-time job just right. vetting people who want to be on the show and responding so yeah i have yet to find a good rhythm to that because i hired somebody to try to do that with me and yet it's my show and sort of my yeah. vision so i've got to and also things like you know there's far more people who are going to pitch the show who are sort of in that business building category <laughs> and i don't yeah. want them all to be business building shows so right. just, I have a horrible time like doing an exploratory call with somebody and saying, no, you're not a good fit for the show. So I know about myself that I've got to get better about like only sending invites, yeah. turning people down at the get-go if, if I don't feel like they're a good fit rather than doing an exploratory call. Plus I can't do exploratory calls with everybody who wants to no, be you, you because know, that's um, overwhelming. Yeah. So it's just like, like yeah. evolving with the show and trying to decide where does my energy go? Where does my time go? And once again, like, who do I partner with to help me make some of these decisions? Because I, I don't have the time and the band because I'm not just a podcaster. No, I'm also an executive coach and I'm a mentor coach and I'm a coach instructor. So I'm doing all these things and the podcast could literally be a full-time job. I yeah. know podcasters who do it full-time. Yeah. Yeah. Which by the way, you know, you could hire somebody to kind of Make that become not that you need to do that, but you know, all of a sudden you get ads on your pod. You know, that's how you make money, not to go to the business side, but that's how that works, you know. So, so what's let me just, I was just back to the celebration thing. We're kind of going around Uh the circle of celebration. So, how will you? This is a celebration call right now. It's a lot of information because I'm asking you information. How are you personally? I'm going to put on my coach hat with you. What are you going to do to celebrate this beyond this call? Like, buy something special go to amazing dinner, buy a champagne. Like what, what is. Yeah, that's a good, I hadn't really, you know, we talked about celebrating it. I I haven't really. So this is going to sound bizarre, but this is the way that I look at celebrating it. 
I'm doing a photo shoot. I'm going to rebrand. Nice. Uh, So not for the 300th, but right after the 300th comes the six year. So my six years will be in October. And so what excites me is that Mm -hmm. I'm, I want to, I've been doing it for a long time. So I need to shift up the way that I'm doing it. I need to shift up the artwork for it and all that. So really between now we're doing this in August and October is my six year by October I'm, I, and I'll have fun getting a photo shoot done yeah. and redoing my opening and redoing sort of the format of the show. So everybody who's a regular listener, be ready for it to be, sh- it's going to get shaken up just a mm. little bit. What I love and I align with you completely is celebration for you is more is in the land of more creativity versus a bottle of champagne or something. Well, although like, I won't like I say know, that I, I won't do a bottle I of know. champagne. Yeah. No, just yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's just, but, but creativity <laughs> is so engaging for you, right? It's like, you know, what's the next iteration of me? What's the next expression of me? And to keep that going. So so what's the question I should ask you about this 300th episode that I haven't, that we haven't talked about? Like if you had a... I think maybe it, like what next? Like what, what has this inspired me toward? Hmm. And I think that what that's inspired me toward is that I think now we've had 300 episodes, almost six years, of people engaging through the show, through listening and engaging through my guests that way. And it's gotten me really creative about, okay, I need to, I think that sometimes people would like to see the interviews rather than just hear the interviews. So I'm going to open up my YouTube channel and I'm working on that and got somebody that I'm working with to kind of create so that if you want to know who the heck am I talking to and not just hear them. You can see them. Is everybody going to want to do that? No, but I think there are some people who like the visual. Yeah. So I'm going to do that. And I believe that people who have been listening probably want to engage a little bit more, Mm -hmm. like have a little, little more time with my guests and with me. So we're rolling out interactive, interactive. interactive, Yes. Interactive time. Learning time. Like I've got a question that came up from that and I want to be able to ask it Mm -hmm. like live and in person. So that's how come I'm rolling out the membership site so that we can have more, take it to the next level. Anybody who wants to engage with the show on a more intimate level can do that through the membership. Got it. So you just do a little announcement of that, the whole membership. Well, the membership is, is going to be where I have open live Q and a time with my listeners. Well, members, I also will be bringing in a star or, you know, an expert once Mm -hmm. a month to do a little bit of training, but also to allow that open dialogue between the members and the star. And one of the other things that I am super excited about is I've got this rich library. I'm calling it the Pearls of Wisdom Library because every time I do an interview, after the interview, I ask the guest a gold nugget question or a Pearl of Wisdom question that the audience doesn't even know about because it doesn't go out to the audience. It goes into this Pearls of Wisdom Library which are in these different categories like personal development or professional development. One of my favorite categories is tricks of the trade because we all have different tricks that we Mm -hmm. do that help us 
engage more with our clients or that's like, oh, I've done this thing and it works great. So it's these little, because I know everybody's busy. These are like two to eight minutes of, of content that you can just like, look, how do, what's a secret to an enrolling a client? Mm-hmm. What's, and then boom, you just like get and like, oh, and you can put that in. So I love, and that's a little bit like my Netflix section. I mean, you've mm-hmm. listened to this, so it's going to recommend, maybe you want to mm-hmm. listen to this too. Those are exciting, but it gives, gives people who have been following the show or maybe new people, like I want a place where I can engage with other coaches. So there's going to be social hours. Like I, I don't want to be alone. It can be incredibly isolating to build a coaching business. So while I love that I can come into people's ears every week, I would love for them to be able to have more interaction. And that's how come I'm rolling out the membership site. Membership. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Because it's in the dialogue and in the conversation that there's new insights, right? Right. So, you know, i.e. a coaching conversation. So you're bringing that into your subscription model, I guess. Yeah. 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 So I'm going to go a little different place. If you don't mind, Meg, you have an enthusiasm for life that is incredibly infectious. It's just a natural way of being. First of all, I need you to know, you know that. I hope you know that people want to be around you because I'll have what she's having because of the way you be with life. You know, we all know you, (laughs) right? I mean, you're right. You're just one of those, everybody wants to be your best friend. Well, and I welcome that because I want to be everybody's best friend too. (laughs) (laughs) So maybe the awkward question is you have a way of being, certainly on your podcast, because I've been on your podcast, I've seen, heard them, some of them. What is that? What is that way of being? Like, Where did that come from? Why do you have that? Do you think before this call today, you were, we were sharing a little bit about life. We were getting caught yeah. up. And I mean, there's lots of circumstances. We could both right. go down the list of, oh my God. And then, oh, right. And yet here you are in this positivity and this aliveness of life that you just naturally be. So I guess I'm wanting you to comment on it or right, right. Want you to know it, but it just, it's because that's the, that's, I think why you're so successful. There's information and then there's inspiration and you're an amazing blend of two. Oh, well, thank two you. Worlds, those two worlds. So I think it comes from a couple different places. I just feel naturally excited about a lot of things. Mm-hmm. I just feel like and I'm also a little bit irreverent because everything yeah. I hear, I'm always able to kind of like see the funny side of it or the yeah. like lighter side of it. It just like, I'll sit and yeah. giggle to myself about like, oh, well, uh, which is <laughs> it, sometimes irreverent and I have to watch that. But one of the things that I told you before we started, which might make some people be like, that's just weird, but it happened. So I'm going to say, so I happen to be the eighth child of nine. And the seventh child died of sudden infant death when he was seven months old, and he was a twin. So, so my brother Kevin died at seven months old, and I was born about fifteen months later. Uh, so I'm the first child to be born after my brother Kevin died. I was told by I'm, I've only seen one psychic ever in my life, but she told me that my brother Kevin was thanking me for coming to our family because I chose to come to our family to alleviate their pain. But what's weird is that my mother was told the exact same thing when Kevin came to see her through 
a, a psychic experience. My mother is like there when she told me she went to see a psychic, I was like, you went to see a psychic, but, and the same message was given that I made a decision to come to our family to alleviate their pain. I think that whatever you believe of that, I think that I feel very much a part of my life from a very young age. I made a decision that to be a therapist uh, originally, I think I was maybe 13 when I wanted to work with children who were in pain. And I'd read an article about runaway children in Detroit. And I was like, oh, that's not okay. That's just not okay that there's kids in that kind of pain. So I did actually, my very first job out of graduate school was uh, a family and individual therapist for community mental health in downtown Detroit. My dad was like, that's where you're going to work. And, and mm. I've just always believed that there are many perspectives we can take in life. And when we're out of perspective, when we are so wrapped up in our own selves that we can't see something bigger, that, there, that there's a bigger picture and far more pain many times around us that we can focus on to try to lessen when we're focused on others and the connectedness of humankind, I just don't see how that doesn't open us up to possibility and potential. And, and so connectedness, it comes back to the podcast, like, let's connect and let's look at, there's always people we can learn from, and there's people we can help raise and lift up. I just, that's just kind of the yeah, way that I no, look at I know. I just, I'm just taking that in because that's what you do. That's what you be. That's who you are. That's why this, that's why your podcast is so successful. That's why your business is so successful. That's why your coaching practice is so successful. And yes, there's the skills inside of all of that. And there's the doing inside of all of that. But I just want everybody to get the being and the, the energy and the, this is jargony. Some of you've heard this, but the come from the energy that you bring to Meg, that you bring to it all is what we're really responding to, you know, and you picked a form called a podcast to have us experience that. So yay that you found and yay to the world that we have these cool technologies to use and yeah. lean into and like, here, here's a place for me to show up. So yeah, well, that's really, that's well said. It's a great example of um, not trying to live a perfectly strategic life, but you've, you've had a very organic, you know, kind of led you here and then there and then this and here we are to, you know, you, everybody kind of gets this organic living versus perfectly strategic life. So imagine it's the 1000th episode. Wow. <laughs> what does that do? Wow. That makes me feel old. First <laughs> right? of all. No, oh, did the math. It's one yeah. week. I mean, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like four hundred years later. No, so couple things. One thousandth episode. Lessons learned. I mm. hope that I'm better at this then than I am now. That I am really max because I've got gold. I mean, yeah. I want downloads. I because the more downloads we get, then I know it's touching more people and the information's getting to more people. So I'm always like, mm. if this is. 1000th episode. I certainly hope that everybody who lives and breathes and eats as a coach knows about the Star Coach Show because I will say that I'm well aware that not every coach out there knows that the Star Coach Show exists mm -hmm. because I'll get emails. Oh my gosh, if I'd only known that your show was out three years ago or whatever. So that, and also just, just imagine at 1000 the kind of information that yeah, would right. be out there then at right. that point. Just imagine right. 
the difference, hopefully the impact and the, I might be scrambling for new ideas at that point. But I think that there's always, you know, as you, as my coach always say, Meg, you can say it, you can say the same thing again, because you're going to say it a different way and it's going to be heard a different way. But wow. Yeah. That's, I can only imagine the number of times I would have to reimagine it and refigure it at 1000 and reshare it or right right like you know so one more final thought you use the word download yes and did you literally mean like the download this kind of download or did you mean like a download tech download i'm downloading your podcast well that's what i mean i i I sort of it it can go to both but when i see my numbers of downloads i know that that means that people are getting it and, you know, I listened to a podcast the other day. Many of you might be familiar with Amy Porterfield. She's a huge, mm-hmm. she's huge in the business and kind of digital courses yeah. and, and things. And she's got a podcast that like gets a million downloads a month. And I'm like, oh, you just make me ill. But that's a great thing, right? I mean, instead of, so we get in this place of comparison. Of comparison is never, we're all on a continuum. But I will admit, I listen to hers and I'm like, oh, that there's, I think we all have to have things that we move towards or goals that we have yeah, and yeah, people yeah. that have walked the path ahead of us that we're like, okay, they're doing some things really well. And I want to do things yeah. as well as he does or she does or they do. So with that, yeah, I have things I'm working on, things to continue to up the game. Yeah. Because yeah. I want to play a bigger game. Well, there you go. <laughs> Good marketing moment. Thank you. So yeah, the, so it's called, talk about just one more note on the star word. Yes. Because I just want to underline, and for those of you that are coaches who are listening, I think you and Meg, you and I align on this. It's the coaching industry is all about the other person, right? All about the other person, all about the other person. However, you are in the equation, coach, and to be a force of nature, a force field, a force of something. And to sort of be okay with it, you have amazing information, you're getting downloads for your client to sort of be the star that shines brightly. And you certainly are one of those people make, right? So I just do your version of that for coaches. You know, I, you know what I mean? No, I'm a little, I'm, yeah, I know. I, Worst yeah. question ever. No, it's all right. We're following. Because you know me, when I hear STAR, I think strategies, tools, and resources, because that's what the acronym is for. But yeah. then I love that you're kind of bringing in, because there's another piece of that too. Yeah. And that you've got to be able to yeah, so bring you your essence into yeah. whatever you do and yeah. not put that under a bushel basket, hide it, kind of diminish your yeah. shine or your your light your because aliveness. your light, yeah. your aliveness is what attracts people to Correct. you. And I've heard coaches say, and I've shared this with you, we've had conversations about this of coaches saying, I'm not allowed to have an, any opinions or any expertise. I've even had coaches say to me, am I allowed to offer an article or a book to my client? Because that's like not client driven. And it's like, you are there for a purpose. You are the resource you are the and they are drawn to you for a reason. So please a don't be your own best kept secret. And don't put your light under a bushel basket, which is always my one biblical reference that I use in (laughs) in my but you know, it's like, let it shine because your light 
is going to help somebody else find their path forward. And I dare say that's what this show is. It puts you in front of a lot of people and we're drawn to you. And I, as I've always said, and you've heard me say it and you align with it is people are hiring you who happens to be a coach. There's not just hiring a coach who happens to be you. Right. Right. You know, and what Rick just said there just led me to this is spontaneous and it just came to me and I'm yeah, going to share it. Your path is going to lead you in lots of different directions and, and trust your path. So as I'm sitting here with Rick on this Monday morning, I think about the fact that I reached out to Rick to be on the show. Somebody who had been on my show recommended probably Cynthia Lloyd Darst, probably recommended Rick. That's my guess. I had to reach out to him several times because he's a very busy man. And, <laughs> and, and just forget to read emails. <laughs> yeah. Well, and Chuck and I went back and forth and we got you scheduled and you came right. on and we felt connected right at that very first interview. We <laughs> talked, we shared. And then, and I don't know the order of things, but it's, it's what I want is that gates open, doors open, windows open. And don't be afraid to look in them and kind of see where that's going to take you. So then in that first interview I had with Rick, he shared something else he was doing. And I was like, oh, we'll, we'll need to talk about Produce You sometime on the show. And then I like to support people who have been on my show. And Rick had something, his, his event. So I went to his event without any intention of doing anything but learning from him in that event. And yet it seemed to me like, you know what, it would make sense for him to be my coach. So I just kind of thought, but it was all just because we Mm -hmm. first met on one thing and then we did something else. And so I guess my point to all of you is, A, please don't play small. I began to really grow as a coach when I began to invest in myself as a coach. And it, it began first with one thing and then something else. And then I just, you never know where that person's going to be or that thing is going to be that's going to be the next thing that moves you forward. But be open to whatever those are. So whether it's joining a community to begin to connect with more, whether it's doing your ICF chapter, whatever it is, but really and truly, it's when you begin to invest in yourself that your game will up. And I'm not just saying that because because of what I believe that to be true. And I think that that has been your experience as well. Totally. Oh my gosh. It's as soon as I started to invest in this and I, you know, to be clear, there's the investment. And what I love about your work, you're a two for one investing in coaching skills and you're investing, you know, I know you also hold the agenda called impact and business development and money and that whole conversation. So you're the, you're this great continuum of coaching skill-based learning and business-based learning. And soon as you start to invest in that stuff, and here's the metaphysical thing, everybody, here's the coaching perspective. And Meg, I want you to comment on it. As soon as you start to invest in yourself, you're telling the universe, ultimately you're telling yourself you mean business. You're not just a wannabe. And I mean, it, it just ups the whole conversation. And in the beginning, sometimes you write a really big check. Yeah. And it's scary. And it's terrifying $40,000 check years ago to get support. I'll never forget it. 40, right? Yeah. And I'm saying yeah. this number out loud for you all to, right. like, oh my God. So I'm not saying y'all need to do that, right. but I think, you know, Meg, you and I align on this. You got to invest in this. Yeah. So the world but, sees this. <laughs> and yeah. the other part of that is, can you really honestly tell other people that they need to yeah. invest in themselves? Right. 
if you've never invested in yourself. I think that there's a real message there that ends up getting through, even if people don't know that you're not investing in yourself, somehow the universe knows. Yeah. The universe. Well, you kind of know, right? We all kind of know. Yeah. Yeah. So congratulations. Thank you. I wish I could find a better word other than congratulations. And please know that you sound so cliche, but it's so true. You matter deeply, Meg. You matter. And you have touched thousands of lives, myself included, around the live a better life, have a better business, have more impact. And um, truly congratulations to this amazing ride that you're on and this this moment in time called 300. And you know what? I, I woke up thinking about it this morning, like bowling, right? Bowling 300 points is the... Is that a perfect know. game? Yeah, that's a perfect yeah. game. All right. 300. So I was like, we'll end on this weird metaphor of like, you know, strike, you know, perfect game, 300. So oh, that's anything, beautiful. anything you want to say to be... No, I just thank all of you for being here with me, whether you've been here for one episode or all 300. Thank you so much for that. Rick, thank you for taking time out of your busy day to do this with me because I love spending time with you and this was an extra special way to do it. Well, go forth, everybody. Do your magic and uh, Meg, congrats. Thank you. you Thank you so much. So there you have it, our 300th episode. So honored that you were here for it. I want to thank Rick Tamlin again for taking the time to interview me and just have that conversation about the show, about celebration, about what's next. Speaking of what's next, next week, I am delighted to introduce you to Deborah Harris, an incredibly special lady who is full of inspirational thought and thoughtfulness. We're going to be talking about diversity and equity and inclusion and what that means under the coaching flag as well. If you're enjoying the show, please consider leaving a rate and review wherever you listen. And anybody who is an Audible member out there, consider listening to the Star Coach Show through your Audible app and leaving a review there so that we begin to get more notice in Audible. So until next week, this is Meg Rentschler thanking you for being a listener, wishing you the very best for your week. We'll see you next week.